Hello and welcome to episode two of my podcast, which at the moment the name is up in the air. It was called the Light APM Podcast because that's the name of the product I was going to build. Um, but I'm not sure that's a very good name, so I'm going to. Um, I think I'm going to rename the product. I think I've got the name down to Audit because I already have this domain. I already have Audit.sh, and I think it's applicable for what I'm building. So there's a bit more of a clue with the Light. APM. So if you've heard of the term before, it's application performance monitoring. And there's quite a lot of tools in the place like New Relic, Scout, APM, Datadog. And all the all these players have server monitoring, which is something I'm, I'm not going to do now. Um, I can't remember if I covered this last time, but the feedback I got, not great. So not going to go that way. What I actually got was a lot of feedback about application performance monitoring so and specifically because most of the people I know are Laravel developers um, how are Laravel apps performing in production so that is where I'm going to be focusing my efforts now into a new product which I think I'm just going to call audit and the idea of it is is there's something you plug into your application and you'll be able to get real-time um, analytical data about how your PHP application is performing how many requests you're getting where are these requests coming from if you've got an API, who are the like who are the biggest consumers, or is it is it a, a user system? So you've got um, which which are the power users, for example, or you know which country is abusing the API? Am I um, am I serving more five hundred errors than normal? What is my failure rate? Um, tools. It's not going to be something like Sentry or Bugsnag or Flare or Understand with the whole error tracking. That's not what I'm going for. And um, yeah, interesting point. If I go back to the server monitoring I wanted to do, a lot of people want in the server monitoring is what they actually after is uptime monitoring. And there are so many people in that space, it's ridiculous. And <laughs> I wouldn't want to enter that space. I want to do server monitoring because I do have servers that are in the background that are serving requests and um, I need to kind of know how they're performing. So um, I think this works better. So I'm gonna stick it on the application layer. In reality, a lot of a lot of the stuff I do in PHP these days, or wanting to do, and sort of um, ambitions is not to run servers anymore. To go and look at Vapor, um, look at lambdas. Obviously, I've, I've used lambdas lots in the past, um, and get those performance metrics. So you can get them from Lambda and AWS, but I want something that's more generic, more geared towards Laravel or whatever application you're building. So that is what I'm building. I'm building what could almost be seen as Google Analytics for uh, APIs and for actual frameworks. So the first version of it will basically stream up all of your request data um, so you can get performance metrics on it. So that's what I'm working on. That's what the product's called. It's gonna just be called Audit. Um, and the first version will focus on just Laravel because you know that's the space I know. So it makes my sense to concentrate there. Uh, I'm trying to think what else is there much to say about it. Um, no, no, other than, you know, that's the product. That's what I'm gonna be building. I'm gonna spend a little bit of my spare time, you know, maybe an hour a day or so working on this. So expect to see a landing page soon. I've already got like a proof of concept version working. An interesting point was um, I've been looking at what other people offer in terms of um, 
monitoring. And there's uh, there's a few people in the space. Um, but one of the one of the things I was talked to when I was trying to get some research about this was people don't want to run stuff in production if it has any sort of performance hit. It's really crucial that it doesn't have a performance hit. Now you could either you can either use like an agent, um, for example, like New Relic, which is a PHP plugin, a PHP extension. So that kind of sees from a different layer of the application what's going on, which is not something I want to do. One, I don't have the resources to build that. I don't know how. I even I don't even know how to program in C. Um, and so I don't really want to get into that space. It gets a bit more complicated. It gets harder to run these things in production. So it's very much going to be like a middleware layer. So when I was looking at how other people are doing it, they're all using TCP to send that information up, which um, which I think is awful. When I looked at the performance of a TCP request, um, you're, it's not great. It's, it's, it's terrible performance. If you compare the speed of sending a UDP request, now obviously you have the trade-offs of using UDP, it's just it's horrendous it's like a hundred times faster to send off a single packet like we're talking like a kilobit of information kilobyte of information um way better to be sending it over udp in this scenario so that's one that's like the first hurdle to get over is building the infrastructure to deal with a udp um server that can handle really high requests like some people have been talking to they're talking on the magnitude of uh, five to ten million requests a month, and then someone else I was talking to, they talk at like peak loads, they're seeing like 20 requests per second. Um, so, we've really got to be able to ha handle the ingest of all this data now. I should probably go and see how the Fathom boys do it with. Um, I know they're using lambdas, but uh, I, don't, I don't really want to go that route. One, because I want to be a bit more efficient in sending, like obviously sending a request from a Chrome browser to. Um, some analytical play uh, data, you know, ingesting. That doesn't matter if it's a little bit like we're talking milliseconds. It doesn't matter because you know it's less, that's a deferred load on a web browser. Where this is like if it if it takes any time at all to respond, um, the application will be slower. So that's a big no-no. And then the other factor is if it fails to send that request, for example, the the server on the other end isn't there. I don't want anything that's going to slow this down. So the advantage of UDP is you send your message into the void, it, it either gets there or it doesn't. So if the server happens to be offline, heaven forbid, which you wouldn't want to happen anyway, um, it's not going to tear the application down. That's always been like a key aspect uh, I've had that you have to be able to deal with this. I guess it does come with the one requirement that you do need. Um, you do need the sockets um, installed, but it tends to be by default anyway. So. I think that's all covered, and I think that's going to cover this episode. Uh, I'm going to try and record them inside because um, I've been told, reliably informed, that the car audio is fucking shit. So uh, I'll try and record in the inside. It's going to be a lot cleaner soundtrack, and uh, I shall leave episode two right there.